0: You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 139.
1: Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley.
0: Hello, Yummy Mummies. Welcome, welcome. Before we dive into this very special episode, I want to let you know that doors are open literally about to open for the Yummy Mummy Experience. So if you want to lose weight for the last time and become free from food forever, get yourself on the waitlist. Go to lauraconley.com and click work with me. There will be a special bonus for those of you that are on the wait list. So go get on there now. Press pause. Go put your name on there. And doors are going to open for those on the waitlist on the 17th of July and for those that are not on the 18th. So Without further ado, I want to welcome Allie Clapp, one of my beloved clients to the podcast. Welcome, Allie. Will you give us an introduction? Where do you live? What do you do? Do you have kiddos? Tell us all the things.
1: Oh, I'm excited to be here. Thank you. I'm very flattered.
0: I live in Brooklyn, New York. I have
1: four kids, including a set of twins, one of whom was unplanned. And I don't currently work, but I had a really long and fun career as a, actually as a food editor, as a magazine food editor, running test kitchens and writing recipes for magazines and that kind of stuff. So that was a big deal that ended sort of abruptly. And I have been home with my four kids for the last nine years and working on my next steps.
0: Yeah. So, so that's fun. Me. Big things coming from Allie. So okay. watch out world. Yeah. Yeah, not hopefully, it's happening. Okay, (laughs) so I really wanted to do a solo episode with Allie because she is just like the heartbeat of the Yummy Mummy experience. And she really, oh my God, for the groups that you've been in, and I've heard it from, um, I wanna say everyone, I don't even feel like that's an exaggeration, that you really were everyone else's biggest Cheerleader, you like did my job for me and you set such a beautiful example of what success looks like. And really, like success, I don't mean when I say success, y'all, like, oh, she lost like a number of pounds. When I say success, I mean like really applying the tools so that you can feel the way that you want to feel, so that you can feel free. So, will you just talk to us a little bit about some of your Takeaways from being in the experience, and if you want to share a little bit about being in the master, she's also a master's client as well. So, talk to us about that.
1: Well, it was like also oh, nice to hear. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I, it's just funny to be thought of in that way because I feel like I'm mostly just taking from mm-hmm. this experience, but. No, it was, it's good. It's, it's like, it's such an amazing experience to be on the inside of the yummy mommy experience. I love when you always say on the inside, and there, there is an inside. So some of my biggest takeaways, there are so many, there are literally hundreds and they're on post-its in my house. And they're like on that big post-it next to my toilet. Like I still have that list that I put up takeaways six months ago. It's still there. I think the one of my first takeaways—it might have been from School of Skinny, which is when you did that week of Master—I don't know what you call that, but
0: it's kind of like a—it was kind of just like a free challenge yeah. for, the, for the masses.
1: That was my way <laughs> in to you, and I think you said it there: like you're not a special unicorn, like. Mm. I think I really believed as so many other people believe that like, there was something like truly wrong with me. It was my hormones. It was my thyroid. It was my, I don't know that I was like, my body was broken because I was, I thought I was doing everything right. I read a million books. I knew all about this kind of paleo and that kind of paleo and like, why wasn't it working? I was doing juice cleanses. Like what the hell was wrong with me? And I think you said really early on, like there are a couple of special unicorns, but like there's like just a couple and it's not likely to be you. And so I feel like when I heard that it was a hard truth and I really just took that, like there was nothing wrong
0: with me I was eating much food. Period. Yeah. Yeah. It's so empowering actually, because if you're not a special unicorn, then you can take back the control. And. Yeah move forward and get what right. I want. I mean, there's That's an so answer that if yeah. you're not a special
1: unicorn, then then there is a formula or like, mm. at least when you work with you, there is a formula. Yeah. So that was a big one. Cause I, I don't know if I wasn't realizing or wasn't admitting that I was just overeating. Mm. I I'm- was eating healthy. Like I really mm. truly was like I'm sure so is- many
0: people can identify with that. That was me yeah. too.
1: I mean, like everything was organic and grass fed. And I was on this paleo. I didn't eat a grain and I didn't eat an legume and I didn't touch corn and I wouldn't come near soy. And like, you know, I was like, what's wrong with me? And this is where my husband is so interesting. He's like your skinny friend who's just always skinny. Mm. He like doesn't understand why I would be like obsessed with food or like consumed with thinking it. He like literally doesn't understand. He's like, no, you eat when you're hungry. And you stop when you're full. And he's like, I just don't understand the problem. Yeah. Just, yeah. He doesn't. And so I wasn't a special unicorn. And I was truly able to get my brain rewired inside this program. Mm-hmm. Like, just it works. It's just like it just works differently now. This whole like neuroplasticity and like rewiring it really works. Yeah. I now eat when I'm hungry. And for the most part, not always, I'm still working on it. And I stop when I'm full. But I don't like eat all day. I don't eat every two hours. And I don't think about food every minute.
0: So. Yeah. And that's so freeing too. It's like I didn't want to give up eating all day or eating every two hours because I just thought I loved food. But the reality is like giving that up gives you so much more space, like mentally, emotionally. It's so freeing. I love it. Yeah. That.
1: So like, I'm not a special unicorn and all I have to do is understand what food is for. Yes. That's it. Um, and I also had a career in food. So it was like really a lot of untangling for me. It yes. wasn't also just like fun. It was like my livelihood was, yeah. and I would eat all day and tastings. And like, I just, I lost track of hunger and satiety like so long ago.
0: Yeah, which is so normal. I think so many of us do, even if it's not wrapped up in our identities as like a food editor, which, by the way, is so cool. But but that's my guess, too, is that there was part of that going on, is that like your identity was wrapped up in eating all day and trying all the things. And the opposite of food is for fuel, right? And it was like for everything else besides fuel for me. It was
1: like... So, yeah. but also, but really, the special unicorn thought. It's just like I don't know why mm. I keep hearing that like, you're not a special unicorn. Like, sorry, like no, yeah. But that was sort of like the tough love. It's like, I, there's a lot of tough love inside this experience. It's so not tough love, but it is, and it's like, nope, nothing wrong with you. You just don't know what to do. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's so true. So, any other takeaways that you want to share?
1: Yes, I have so many. I mean, the other like total mind blow. For me, which I mean, I think I told you at the time, like I, the fact that your thoughts create your results, mm-hmm. like I don't know how every like human being is not taught that somehow. And that it took me to like my late forties to be, t- I mean, I think I've like, heard like how you think creates your results, like think positive if you want positive results. But I feel like it always seemed kind of like a woo concept to me. Yeah. I learned the model and like broke it down. No, like you do this, then this, like you, this is the circumstance. Then it's the thought Then it's the feeling, then it's the action. Then it's the result that like made complete sense to me. Mm -hmm. And until that point, like having a positive mindset or like what you think is what you get, like it just, it never, never clicked. It didn't click. That's I mean, yeah. I
0: literally felt like that was so much of the philosophy behind yoga and meditation. And I was in that industry for so long until I learned the model, I was like, oh, this is what all the yeah you know, people are. This is what yeah. Buddha, this is what Buddha's trying to tell us. Like
1: <laughs> totally. Like you just have to like it has to be explained in that it had for me, I had to understand it in that way to like believe that connection between thought and result. Because mm-hmm. these are the four steps in between.
0: Yeah. And you so, guys, she's referring to the model, which there are two podcasts on. So if you're like, "What is? what are they talking about? You can go back and do a deep dive and we'll link it in the show notes too. So if you guys want to get a refresh on what the model is, I go into depth on that. And you can obviously just come into the Yummy Yummy Experience and I'll teach it to you. <laughs> and you'll learn how to practice it. But in the meantime, you can totally go listen to those podcasts.
1: The way you think about it is... It's not what's happening in your life. It's how you're thinking about what's happening in
0: your life. Yes. That's yes. all it
1: is. Like, yeah. you just change the angle and, yes. everything, and then everything else after that
0: changes. Yeah. And um. I agree. I don't think we're taught this. Like, there's no shame no. if we're learning it now because now is right. better than, what it, I don't know, 85 or 95 or something like that. But right. I really think that it's just not something that we're taught. At a young age, that like we actually have way more, maybe ever. Like, honestly, I keep
1: thinking, like, if I didn't do Yummy Mummy, like, what was I ever going to learn this? Is anyone ever
0: going to tell me this? I don't know. No, maybe. Because probably not. It
1: kind of unlocks
0: everything. Yeah. To yeah. me. Yeah.
1: yeah the other, my other big takeaway was that you can't hate yourself then. Oh. I mean, I've spent like since I was eight. Like I was hating myself thin. Other people were hating me thin. Uh, and everyone was mm. hating me then. Mm. And then it, but I wasn't actually sustainably ever thin. Mm. But you need, you say that all the time. Like you're thinking you're going to beat yourself. Like I'd let you do it if I thought it would work. I'd let you beat yourself up <laughs> hard enough. Like I've heard you say it a lot of times. And every time you say it, I'm like, she would, yeah. like even work. She doesn't care. No. Yeah. Her only skin in the game is like getting you where you want to go. But it doesn't work.
0: Yeah. And it feels way better to like love ourselves, thin. anyways. Like it's just such a more fun, pleasurable experience when you talk nicely to yourself. And it's such I a know, habit. Like, it's such What? That's Tell that's me.
1: another thing that sounded woe to me before is like self love. Oh. Yeah.
0: Like all of these things are. I, like... I try not to talk about it too much because it is a turnoff for so many people. Like you're I mean, like, oh. Like, no, but it's just,
1: but it's, I think it's the terminology yeah it's like self-love sounds so but when you're like just don't like talk to yourself the way you would talk to yourself as a kid yeah or as a child like it's the same thing but like just don't be so mean to yourself
0: yeah yeah
1: and so i think that was just a huge takeaway because i was just like harder harder like more deprivation
0: more more punishment yeah just like that's the only way and it's just it's just not true Not only can you not hate yourself thin, (laughs) you have to love yourself thin, as cheesy as that sounds, or you just have to talk nicely to yourself on your journey. But what are like some of the other added benefits around that for you? Because I know for me, it's been like night and day in terms of like just my experience with myself. What?
1: Just like talking nicely to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I gotta be honest. I talk a lot nicer to everybody else now, too. Um. it made me hear not only what i how i was talking to myself Mm. i was talking to myself just the way i talked to everybody else or i was talking to everybody else the way i talked to myself which was critical Mm. like not that nice like just not soft it was just so hard and so i think i just speak a lot more nicely in like my children and my husband (laughs)
0: probably great I'm just like nicer oh my god I know I had my husband on my podcast like a long time ago and that's literally what he said he's like you're just nicer you're just nicer nicer." it wasn't like anything really profound he's just like you're just way nicer now no
1: I feel way nicer now I'm just like I don't know and I guess the other thing that's sort of in this similar line of thought is that, like, you don't have to be deprived to lose weight. Like I was just always convinced that I would have to like starve and be hungry and do something extreme. And it was funny. I was like, I was talking to my husband last night. And he's like, I think you eat more now than you ate before.
0: Mm-hmm. He's like,
1: sometimes I feel like you're eating a lot. <laughs> he's like, sometimes I don't know how you eat that much. He's like, I think you're eating more food than when you were having. That's what he
0: said.
1: And I don't think it's, I think I, I I mean, I only eat twice a day now. I think I was like eating constantly from like the second I woke up to the second I went to sleep. And I think when you are down and you're doing intermittent fasting and you're just eating two meals, you get to have like a big fucking meal. Yeah. Because you're only doing it twice. And so, and you're not thinking about it constantly in between. So, I mean, I did the most extreme things, or like I was always hungry. I'm not I'm just not, I don't feel deprived mm-hmm. ever at all. I had moments of discomfort that like I let pass, but I don't feel deprived. Yeah, uh, that's and I mean, the other thing you said, like, along that vein way early on is that like 80 20 is not going to get you there.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: you can't eat healthy 80% of the time. And yeah, then. Sucks. Yeah, it's up. So there's a lot of hard truths in this. Yeah. But like, do you want to get where you want to go? You want to know the hard truth and get where you want to go? Or do you want to not know the truth and not get where you want to go? I feel like those are your options.
0: Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And I think it's as confronting as it can be like, yeah, you can't do 80-20 if you're still struggling with this and expect results. But it's also like a relief too, because it's like what you were saying at the beginning. It's like, oh, that's why oh, I am in control. Oh, it's just because I am overeating. And you guys, just for context, like when we say or when I say or when Allie says or whatever, overeating, we're not necessarily saying like this big binge fest, right? Overeating can be you eating three handfuls of nuts (laughs) throughout the day because you're bored or whatever that can anytime you're eating and it's for an emotional reason or It's for not hunger. That's my definition of overeating. So, yeah, I think that's so interesting that your husband commented. Like, I think you're eating more food, but it's but you're not overeating now, right? Right, it's working. Yeah,
1: right. I'm having like two solid meals a
0: day, yeah, and that's it. Like, yeah, no drama. And the experience of that too, like, I know for me, it's just, it feels so good to sit down and like eat a nourishing meal that like planned for my body to feel its best versus like just picking and snacking. Yeah. Like Like, I'm hungry right now.
1: Like I'm like, when I'm done with this, like I'm going downstairs and I'm going to like have my delicious lunch. I know what it is. I know it's healthy. And like, I also know that I can sit here for an hour and mm. I'll be fine.
0: Yeah. Like, so just, like,
1: just being, understanding how hunger works that it's not this emergency that has to be instantly yes.
0: fixed. I think that's um, huge. I think sweet. that's so great, especially for <laughs> so many of us, right? That we're living in this like subtle fight or flight. Our nervous systems are kind of jacked to just given our culture and our plates that are overflowing, so to speak. It can be really calming actually to not have to add more insult to injury on the nervous system side if you are hungry and your body might interpret that as an emergency if you could just calm yourself down and be like, it's not yeah. an emergency. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna eat in like forty five minutes. It's totally fine. Yes. Yeah. Take a deep breath. And every everyone, like your brain, your body, <laughs> everyone <laughs> on Team Alley or Team Laura is like, oh ha, huh, okay. Right.
1: I mean, I wish I could get my kids to understand that. I mean, that's like my next project. Yeah, it's like they're hungry, and it's like the world must stop. We must like immediately find somewhere to buy food. I mean, we were just traveling, and like, I, I want to like download Yummy Mummy into their brains, be like, no, you can come for an hour, like, yeah, yeah, not
0: gonna die. But I and actually then, think that your meals
1: gonna feel so good.
0: Yes, and I think that. You are te- you are downloading it into their brains by teaching them that because think about like this would have you are Allie yeah she's like shaking her <laughs> head at me but I think about like the moms out there their kids are hungry and then they match that same energy and they're like oh my right. god you're hungry and then it is right. like an emergency and the whole family's freaking out and it's <laughs> just silly. One of my favorite questions lately is, how would you describe the Yummy Mummy experience or the Yummy Mummy in one word? Life-changing. Mm. It's two, but it's hyphenated, so it counts as one. I would have let you. I would have let you have two anyway. I know, but
1: I'm like really all about grammar. It's two, but it's one. It's hyphenated. It
0: counts as one. Okay. Okay. It counts as one. Okay. So say a little bit more about that. Why? Why'd you pick that word? It's just like everything
1: is different. Mm. And just everything, my weight is different. My outlook is different. My relationships are different. Mm. My demeanor is different. My like enthusiasm for life is completely different. Mm. Like I'm not sure what
0: like isn't different. Ooh, I love that. That's so good. Oh,
1: it just feels like when I listen to these podcasts too, or everyone's like, it's not just about the weight. Like everything's going to change, right? Like you hear it again and again, but it's actually true. My mood is different. Like everything is different just because I think not only does my brain just work differently because we practice so many things inside the experience and I've learned tools. I don't know. It's just like my brain is rewired towards positivity. And like you said that early on, like I'm so. Clocking negative all the time, like I honestly am not sure how anyone could have stood to be around me. Huh. Like, like you tell me what you're going to do tomorrow, I'm going to tell you why it's not going to work, or <laughs> why, what could what could all the things that could go wrong. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Oh, I just, uh, it seems so normal to me to be yeah. so negative. To just. Imagine all the bad things that were going to happen and a victim of every circumstance. Like, oh, how did I end up with four children? Like, why did this happen to me? And it's mm. like, someone else would be like, when people would say to me, oh, you're so blessed. And I'd be like, you don't fucking know what it's like. Mm. But now it's like, no, I am blessed. Mm. Like, how lucky that I ended up with four children, even though. I'm an only child and I have no idea what they're all talking about half the time. It's just, I don't know. Everything's different.
0: So how does that feel in your body? Like that you've created this change in all aspects of your life and that everything is different. Like, how does that feel in your body?
1: There's a tiny bit of me. That's like, why didn't I do this so long ago? Like this big of a, this big, because I know it's not a helpful thought. <laughs> She's like,
0: oh. don't coach me on that thought right no. now. Okay. Yeah.
1: So it feels empowering. It feels like hopeful. Mm. I just like, I'm pretty, do- I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like, I was in a pretty dark place when I started this program. Mm. Like, dark, dark. Yeah. I've been sort of in very, in varying degrees of darkness over my life, but I mm. feel like I was like, of my adult dark as opposed to
0: my like teen dark. I was at like my pretty much my darkest when I started this program. I want to talk about that because I think so many people think, oh, I have to wait till like everything's perfect in my life before I can lose weight. And you're like a shining example of life can be throwing you some major curveballs, and you can still lose weight if, yeah. if you want to.
1: Well, I mean, when I signed up, I was just so depressed. I was like, I'm so heavy. I have all these kids at home. I have no career. I never will. I never can. I'm never going to lose this weight. I'm never going to like get back into the workforce. My best days are behind me. The future is bleak. Mm. Like I'm expired goods. Like, I I mean, I don't know. Like the depth, I have to like try and find those thoughts because they're like unfamiliar, but it was like constant in my head all day. You're not this. You're not that. You can't this. You can't that. You'll never this. You'll never that. So I was in a dark place when I signed up, but I felt like when I heard you on School of Skinny or like whatever things I heard you on, I was like, oh my God, this woman's inside my fucking head. How does she know what I'm thinking? Mm. And so I was like, there's something I'm just going to, I have to trust my gut on this. And I just like have to pursue this because I've never heard anyone like articulate my thoughts for me so I was in a dark place like immediately I signed up in October of 2022 started learning how to like work on my thoughts and then it became a shitty year circumstantially like it actually wasn't when I started the program it was just my brain that was shitty yeah then like life actually got pretty fucking shitty yeah (laughs) And a lot of stuff actually circumstances happened we had to mental health issue in our family. And then I actually started having some pretty bad health issues myself, like objectively. I mean, I know, I mean, circumstances are circumstances, but like,
0: yeah, I have not had
1: a year where like so much bad stuff has happened at the same time. Yeah. Like legitimately anyone would be like, wow, how are you dealing with that? You were dealing with Stuff with my in-laws it literally just felt like i every i would sit down and like make a list of all the shitty things that were happening because i'm like i can't believe this is all happening at one time
0: yeah it's like a it's like a sick joke yeah i was like this can't all be happening at the same time
1: but so even though it was like a really hard year i mean i just every morning was like well thank god i know how to work on my thoughts because Mm. that's the only way i'm gonna get through this it's the only way that I'm going to like literally survive this year is because I now, thank God, just in time, learned true. how to reframe my thoughts so that, mm. forget the results. How about just the feelings, yeah. right? Of like not feeling like incomplete, miserable and just in like misery and despair. Mm. So it's and- weird. And- so I, it was like the worst year and the best year at the same time. Which is, mm. it's just like an interesting tension.
0: It is interesting. And it's also interesting to think about like, what would this year have looked like without, like, I always love to play that game of like sliding doors. Like, what would it have looked like if you didn't sign up versus you did sign up? Like, what would your, how would your year have unfolded? I, it's like actually like too hard to even talk about. Yeah. It's like, and you don't have to talk about it. Yeah. I just, no, think- but, but I do run that
1: in my mm. head where I'm like, oh my God, like what could have happened? How much worse this could have be- been like how I was able to turn around parts of this year because of the thought work I've learned. Like if I hadn't, like, I'm not sure who would be alive. I'm not sure who would be in a wheelchair. I'm not sure. Like, yeah. like it's actually like pretty intense. Like,
0: yeah. And we're Okay we're we're okay. And that is all that credit goes to you for sure, for the willingness to do the work. A lot of people won't do the work. And unfortunately, then they have the result that you could have had by not trusting your gut. I think that is a really cool piece too. I think so many people don't know that
1: there's work to do. Maybe people would do it if they knew it would work. Mm. Yeah, or that I, there was something they could do about it. That it wasn't like your life's not just happening to you.
0: Yeah. i thought that my whole life. Yeah.
1: That like you can be intentional about, you know.
0: Yeah. People just really don't, they don't know. And to your point, I think especially in like the weight loss space, people don't believe. Like they don't believe because they've tried so many times. Oh my God. So they're like, oh, yeah, okay, this is going to work. Like, Yeah, I'm going to give this lady my money. Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: This lady from the internet? I don't know. Oh, my God. Where did you find her? The yummy what? Yeah. (laughs) I know, maybe I should change my branding, but like, no, I can't. But yeah, it's so true that most people just don't believe that there could be a different way after years and decades of, of living a certain way. And yeah. totally. I always have to like tell my team like <laughs> on the copy that we put out into the world or the marketing. And I'm like, we have to say like some sort of disclaimer on this of like it's really not too good to be true. Because right. they're like saying right. what we're gonna do inside the end It enemy does feel that way. It really does. It's crazy. I agree. So how much weight did you lose Allie? Tell us about that.
1: So, like, before, I think it was right before school of skinny, I weighed 157.5, which was, mm. like, kind of an all-time high for not being pregnant, and I'm 130 this morning. I mean, just the fact that I can speak these numbers out loud, mm. that I could even say I used to weigh that, I could never have even uttered my weight before, let alone... I don't know. It's just crazy. It's like, it's just a number yeah. now to me.
0: It's, That's amazing.
1: I don't know. So 27 to 30 pounds, depending on
0: what day you ask me. It's a lot of weight. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So, so freaking awesome. I, I don't know if you, if you saw on Slack, but like Betsy asked me,
1: one of the other young moms asked me to post a before and after. I don't know if you saw that. And so uh, I when did. You,
0: when did you do it?
1: It was like a couple days ago.
0: Oh, I might not have seen it because I because of my Italy trip. But I gotta go stock that.
1: But so I showed my husband last night, and he's like, "Oh, yeah." I mean, like, oh, he's like, "Yeah, he lost a lot of weight." Like, because I think when you do, like, oh. when, when he's variety, there
0: every day, yeah,
1: you don't know, and so, and I'm this whole time, like, "How could?" Same thing to me. I lost like almost 30 pounds. Why is he not like high fiving me every fucking day? I, no, <laughs> you know, but I showed him the pictures and he was like, Oh, wow. <laughs> like,
0: oh my God. Freaking man. Funny. He's like,
1: Oh, yeah. You, he's like, You're pretty chubby.
0: Like, ah! <laughs> but that's what's so funny is like, it goes to like, his whole mo it sounds like he just he's just not wrapped up in any of this
1: no but like he's willing to admit it when he sees it yeah i think there is a fear of people like Mm. it's scary to tell people that they look good because what if it doesn't stick there's like that yeah i think he never wants to be caught like when like if i were to gain it back
0: yeah yeah and you can use that like against him or something. Yeah, you know?
1: exactly. So I don't know. I give myself all kinds of reasons why he might not be like constantly congratulating me, but that's one of them.
0: Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> Especially as like you're like a partner or a husband or whatever. Like you never know, like my husband never knows when I'm going to use that against him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Down the line. Although he doesn't seem to really care. He's very vocal. But I do think that even just in in the greater context of like humans commenting on other humans weight, like, there's so many rules. And like, you can't say this, but you can say this. And so I think people are just like freaked out. So yeah, uh, that could be like a whole podcast episode in and of itself. (laughs) Did you believe at the beginning, like going back a little bit to our conversation of like, I think a lot of people don't believe like, did you believe that this was possible that you could do this? Like, how did you get yourself to take the leap?
1: I just felt like I was out of options. Mm. I don't know. I didn't believe. I didn't believe at all. And that's a lot of the work we did at the beginning. Mm. I did feel like you were saying things I had never heard said before. Mm. I did feel like it was different. Yes. So I might not have believed, but I did know that this was not something I had done before. And not only was it not something I'd done before, it was really different. Like this was about my brain Mm -hmm. and this was about my thoughts. And like, that was something that I'd never associated with weight loss.
0: Yes. So that was like your, that was like the door that opened. That was my way in was like, I don't know,
1: but like, This lady's saying all these things and like, I'm really connecting and I feel like she's inside my brain and I feel like I need to trust my gut and just sort of follow this thread because it does feel different. And yes, I've tried a bazillion things before. Hmm. Some of them worked, some of them haven't, some of them worked for a period of time and they didn't, but like, I know I haven't done this before. I feel like when you said like you can't do 820 and expect it to work, that might've been the thing that was like, Oh, so like I have to always do this, and I have to do I have to do better, not harder, but like like what I'm doing is not
0: working. So was it hard to sign up? Like, was cost a barrier? Was your lack of belief a barrier? Like, how did you get yourself to like really pull the trigger?
1: It was hard. I really <laughs> thought about it for a while. I mean, I can afford it, but it was still hard to justify that amount of money. Mm. Of like. What if it doesn't work? Then it's like, I can't, like I have the money, but I can't waste the money. But what's interesting is last year I also started working with a career coach. So I'm like super coached last year. I never knew what a coach was before. And then like all of a sudden, actually the career coach I worked with came through my husband. And I'm like, well, if my husband found me a career coach, maybe he believes in coach. He like acknowledges what coaching is. That was a big thing for me is like coaching versus therapy or coaching versus like, what? The, what is coaching? How do you get to be a life coach? And how come she gets to tell me how to live my life? What is she, What is it? Like, like if you're a life coach, does that mean that like you're just like winning at life and now you're going to teach? Like I just, the whole concept of coaching is just so, it, it was new to me at the time. I want to know all the
0: answers to all those questions that you just asked. Like, like. But now that i sort of
1: had this career coaching and I've had this, I mean, call it weight loss coaching. That's not what it is.
0: Wait, what is it? What is it if it's not weight loss coaching? What, it's what it? life
1: coaching. I don't know. what I don't know what we should oh, call yeah. it.
0: No, I, I kind of call it both. I mean, it is both.
1: I yeah. think the weight loss is the thing that drew me in. I, if you didn't tell me I could lose weight, I probably wouldn't have.
0: Oh, no. Fuck that. No one would have signed up. Right. Right? It hey. was like
1: the loss. It was like the trick to get you inside was to tell you that you could lose weight. <laughs> But then you like just get the
0: whole yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. That's the goal. That's the result. But like the way you get there is by is through like a lot of life coaching tools. I mean, we do. Obviously, we do stuff with like actually what you're eating and not eating right, and your right. hunger hormones and all that stuff. But yeah, it's so true. It really is life coaching. And then yeah. like the weight loss kind of is the byproduct.
1: Totally. Absolutely.
0: You were saying, oh. oh, your husband, like maybe he believed in coaching.
1: Yeah, maybe he believed in coaching because he got me, uh, he helped me find this career coach because I like just could not figure out, you know, after being home with the kids, how's I going to do this? Like, what am I going to do? How do I go? Anyway, so I'm like, maybe he believed in coaching. So maybe like by proxy, he'll like get on board with. Because honestly, I didn't have to convince myself so much. I really was just like, how do I explain this to him and like oh my god i have to say yummy mommy out loud <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, that's hilarious.
0: <laughs> i'm doing i love you pieces oh my god i'm gonna have to put that in like the faqs when you go to talk to your husband you just call it the weight loss experience you don't say right. yummy mommy experience <laughs> i mean i just i don't know I, oh I mean, my uh, god I agree. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous.
1: So, I mean, we went for a walk. We were walking the dog, and I was like, "I want to do this thing." I like. I remember you saying, "Like, yeah, put your big girl panties on, and (laughs) if you seem committed, Mm. they'll be committed. But if you seem hesitant, yeah, they'll hesitate." And I was like, hundred percent true." He's like, "Okay." I mean, I've done yeah. so much crazy shit at this point that has cost more than $5,000 yeah. that yeah, I don't know.
0: But I also like, yeah, I don't know. I just, it was, I trust my gut and my dad. I think that's huge. I think that's really huge. And really, I'm grateful you're saying that out loud because I think for so long, we've been taught to not trust our guts, like to not like hear our intuition and, like, to look outside of ourselves. But, like, it will never – it really will never lead you astray. It's, yeah. I really believe that. I've had to learn that lesson so many times. Yeah. Okay. So tell us a little bit about, like, your alley before and alley now or alley after.
1: Well, I mean, a lot of what I was saying before. It was just so negative and unpleasant and, like, dark and heavy. I mean, in so many ways. Like – just heavy. Yeah. Like I just feel like my presence was heavy. I feel like my physical body was heavy. I just feel like, I don't know. I'm still lighter. I feel lighter. I feel like I was stuck. I was like very stuck. I was stuck in my career. I was stuck in my relationships at home. I was stuck with my weight. I was stuck. I was just stuck. Like and just was like I don't see any way out. It's always yeah. it going to be this way. So I feel unstuck. Yeah. In like all like it's just like it just kind of opened. Mm. Everything really opened. I think I was like empty. It's kind of like an empty person.
0: Oh.
1: Ah. Like I just didn't know. It was like nothing and like nothing was lighting me up. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. I I kind of was just like getting through the days. Looked good from the outside. I don't think anyone would have been like, look at that empty person.
0: Yeah, definitely um, not. I don't, I don't think that. I mean, I remember you from the beginning and I like just instantly loved you. So
1: well, that's... You, weren't, you
0: weren't all dark. No, it was dark inside though. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that really matters anyways is how you feel. And yeah, yeah. I think so many of us are pretending like and putting on as much of a bright, Face or whatever attitude right. that we can. And then that just leaves us feeling more dark because we're so exhausted from.
1: Yeah, totally. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I also think I felt like out of control, like nothing was inside of my control, mm-hmm. whether it was my eating, my kids, my, I don't know, nothing. Even the fact that like I didn't have a job was not my fault. Mm-mm. Not my fault. This happened to me. Yes. I was a victim as opposed to like, no, it's kind of up to me. I'm kind of in charge, actually. Not in, not only in terms of how I want to think about my circumstances, but in terms of what I want to do about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, things can change. I love that.
0: It is so empowering. You're just such a heartbeat of the Yummy Mummy experience and such you're just such a beautiful part of the community. And the community in and of itself is just amazing. But that's one of the reasons why is because it's it's kind of like with parenting or something or like, or you're telling your husband, like I'll tell my husband till I'm blue in the face, like, I don't know, you got to work out or you got to do whatever I think that he, whatever kind of way I want to control him. And then I'll hear it from like his like, guy friend and he's like so and so like thinks i would be really good at cycling or skiing or whatever the fuck, and then he like takes up this sport i'm like yeah i've been telling you this the whole time (laughs) right or like with parenting or whatever the thing is right it's similar it's like i can tell and most of my clients really do hear me right because they've hired me for that But I think that's why the group is so special and so impactful because it's like sometimes you just have to hear it from someone else or like you have the example of like, look, I was you literally two months ago and I did this and now I have this. And if you do this, you will have this too. Just do what she says. (laughs) Do what the yummy mummy says. I mean, we're gonna work on her branding later, but for now, right. she- do what she says. Like she's saying it for
1: a reason,
0: and like it's true.
1: It's you have to journal. Oh, my God, we haven't talked. Like okay, the let's thought talk about of that. journaling made me want to write. Like I know you. Like I almost don't even believe, but like you probably don't even believe it because like I love to journal now. <laughs> I like have never missed a morning. I have never missed a night. Like I like, never missed journaling. But like the thought of it, when I started this program, like maybe one year, I was like, Ugh. Yeah. but I think. But I can I tell you why? I think this is why your journal, sort of the way you teach us to journal, is because I think I thought of journaling as like a blank page to fill,
0: mm. Mm. and that's
1: stressful. Like you know when you put a blank page in front of a child. Yeah. And, oh, I had like, the
0: same reaction. Like with that. Oh, yeah. Wow. I
1: use yes. Yeah. And like they talk about it. And like my kids' teachers talk about, like, they get the kids get overwhelmed when we see the blank page. Like, it was the idea of the blank page that was so overwhelming to me. But the idea of like giving one word answers to questions is totally doable.
0: I know. Maybe I should just call it like you're going to write stuff down inside the prompt. Yeah. I, I think that's it.
1: And once I was like, oh, well, if I have all these prompts, all I've got to do is like, you know, one word answer to most of them.
0: That's easy. Yeah, It's the blank
1: page. That's just like, oh, yes. Oh. Well, and
0: what's so interesting too, is like, you end up writing like a whole page. Sometimes
1: oh, I write way too much. <laughs> I write way, way, way too much. And I can't like even hold myself
0: back anymore. I love that. It's that's so cool. But yeah, I think a lot of people I'm so glad you brought that up. Because I think a lot of people are turned off by the like journaling aspect and really it's writing stuff down and right. also why do you like the journaling now or the writing stuff down now like why do you think it's impactful
1: because it's the only way you can be completely honest with yourself mm. like i've been lying to myself for so long about so many things mm. i mean a, a food journal in and of itself i think is really helpful <clears throat> and i've used that over periods of my life before that a a food journal in and of itself is very helpful. And that's just a part of this. And so I think that honesty of like, when you're like, you have to write down every bite, like and taste that you have, because I mean, as you know, for me, that's where things changed for me. It wasn't really my meals. It wasn't really what I was eating. Like I haven't had a cupcake in like 10 years. Like literally, (laughs) I can't even tell you last time I had a cupcake. But I was like constantly just like putting things in my mouth. Yep. Like when I'm cooking, when I'm cleaning up, when I'm sitting at the table and my kids didn't finish their meals, when I'm in the car, just I'm just like This like, is like always open. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: so the journaling, the writing stuff down made you be honest with yourself. And that was yeah. good. And that was good because why? Because...
1: I was able to see this, like, as I call it, like stuff around the edges, which is what I was not seeing. I was only seeing like the main story. I wasn't seeing, I wasn't, I don't know if I wasn't willing to, or I couldn't, or I didn't realize they mattered, but I re- realized that every single one of those bites mattered. Mm-hmm. And when I started to just like, literally just like clean it up mm-hmm. and I I'm like two meals a day. So, so part of it was being honest about what I was eating. But I think the other part was the, and you talk about this a lot, is the remembering. To remember what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: so easy it's, to forget everything. It it's like it's if great. I don't see my calendar for the day, I'm literally, if you asked me what I had to do tomorrow, I couldn't tell you. Mm. Like, I have to see it. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. to harder.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, I have this meeting. Like, oh yeah. Like I'm eating. Yeah. I'm not eating this and I'm eating this. Oh, Please. right.
1: I'm doing a fucking yummy mommy.
0: Yeah. Remember? It's, I mean, remember, it, it, yeah. <laughs> it sounds silly, but it's so true because we all have such full plates. So, like, yeah, that's going to fall to the bottom yeah. because it's not urgent. Right. And we know we're going to eat. But then yeah. I wonder why do I remember to journal? If I can't remember anything without the journal, how so wh- are you remembering to journal in the first place? Why do you? So, how do you remember to journal? I don't know. Yeah, Ali. how do you remember to journal? I don't know. I just built this habit over the last nine months. I don't know. I put my because con- I probably my- because I told you to do it. She's such an A plus student. I'm all I like, hey, okay, you guys, B have. plus, B minus, B work. But- and Ali's like, except for me, I'm going to do A plus work always. Like, just- uh, all right. <laughs> no, no. There's
1: something. There's truth to that. I don't know. I like put because I do it on my computer. I do it in my notes app on my. Well, the thing is, I have it on my phone on my computer. I mean, Apple's so genius that you can like live in the same stuff mm. everywhere. So, so
0: there you go. You made it easy for yourself and you made, I made it easy
1: for myself. I made a system that like worked mm. for me. There's not a chance that I would write in a paper journal ever. Mm. Yeah. I don't want, that- I don't even want the clutter of it. Like I don't want to look at it. Yeah. So I do it in my notes app. I mean, I have here in my, all that, I'm going to tell you,
0: I have 269 journal entries in my notes app. Oh, my God. That's so fun. That's And so I can cool. just, like,
1: down and look at them. And oh I did start looking at them last night. And then I was like, oh, I used to write a lot less. Maybe I should go down. Maybe I
0: should oh God. work in size. I love it, though. It's kind of like a microcosm of the Yummy Mummy experience and that like you can do it whatever way works for you, right? Because we have yeah. so many Yummy Mummies that do it in the actual paper journal and then so many yeah. people that do it whatever way works for you. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, the journaling, that that is so funny. Do you think that there was a comfort to you not being honest with yourself like before the Yummy Mummy? Because before we do this work, before we're not journaling, most of us are not journaling. We're not writing down like everything we're eating. So therefore we're kind of lying to ourselves. And I wonder if there's like a little sense of like comfort or like rebellion or like getting away with and I wonder for you, was there any resistance to like being honest with yourself or was it actually just easy? I don't think I was actively being dishonest with myself. I think it was passively being dishonest with myself. I think
1: I just wasn't seeing.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Like it just
1: wasn't a mirror. I just, I needed that mirror of like,
0: mm. I mean, and I guess I'm talking about this
1: food journal piece of this, but, yeah. but there's the other piece of journaling, which is gratitude. Which, like, again, talk about another woo thing I didn't want to hear about anymore. It was fucking gratitude, right? Like, I do not want to hear about gratitude and intentions and, like, oh, like, what do these things even mean? (laughs) Oh, I am really. Mantras. Oh, my God, a mantra. (laughs) So I'm like, all those things. I feel like once I understand how they work, And like, maybe we just can call them something different. I mean, I think one of the prompts that you have us do in the journal is my intention for today. And someone in the master's has now turned it into who do I want to be today? I love that. Like, you can also change your prompts. Like, I've changed my prompts over time. I've taken, kept a lot of what you've given us, but I've also, because I've had other goals that I've been working on. I think you can create prompts that resonate for you. Yeah. Even if. Someone else calls it an intention and someone else calls it a mantra and someone was talking about gratitude and self-love and like all the stuff you don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's all really helpful. And it, it, it is part of this rewiring. Like when you were talking the other day about how you just have to like flood your brain with positive thoughts, it's like what I'm doing with my health. I'm like trying to flood my body with nutrients, Mm. like more than it knows what to do with so that there's like, like peeing out the rest because there's like just so many nutrients I'm eating because I'm trying to working on this healing yeah. diet. I'm on. And so it it resonated with me when you said that. Because when we were talking about like, okay, I'm at this weight that I've been at for like five months. I'm not mm. losing more. And you were telling me that I had to, that I had to. You were offering to me <laughs> that I figure out how to think that like thought that I felt the first time I hit that number. The first time you hit 29. How do you like can you make yourself think that? Yeah. And then you're talking about how I just have just have to like give your brain as many positive thoughts as possible. It's sort of like just flood it.
0: Yeah, I think the reason why like the mantras and the intentions and all that get like a bad rap sometimes is because we don't know the why behind them. Like that's exactly right. And why are we doing this? This seems like just fluff. But it's you know
1: told me it was like because you're rewiring neuropathways pathways and you're neuroplastic, you are like maybe that might resonate for someone else. The totally. same thing. It's all the same thing. You just it call is. it stuff.
0: Yeah, totally. Allie, is there yeah. anything else that you think that the listeners have to know that you really want to share? Anything like if someone's on the fence and they're like, ah, I I want to do it, but I'm scared. I'm not sure. Like any last kind of thoughts that that you want to share before we end
1: when I say it with lots of love mm. like I I think the thing that put me off the most was like I had this like sort of like sorority girl vibe from you and oh, I was I
0: mean like, I mean that I mean, it, it literally you're right okay <laughs> <laughs> and I am like the
1: opposite I mm. like went to a school where I don't even know if we had sororities like, I, oh, no, I,
0: I literally like had to make a sorority after I graduated college because I was sad that my sorority life was over. So I had to
1: now. like, I wear zero colors. I wear like beige <laughs> and black. Like, it just it didn't seem like a fit. I was like, mm. oh, my God, this person is so different from me. Oh, like, so good. Are you sure? And so I guess I would say that to anyone who's on the fence who's like, I don't know. I, I, I have
0: not. to I have to say the yummy mummy out loud. I I'm have like, to say so, the yummy mummy out loud. Who just, is this chick with her yes. like ridiculous earrings and her and like the bubbly purse per- and the yeah. nails. The like, heart
1: sweaters. <laughs> and, <all this.
0: laughs> and the bubbly personality. Like is yeah. she a real deal? I'm so glad you're bringing this up because it doesn't fucking matter who I am actually. No. All that matters is that- I can help you. But that's the thing.
1: Like, and so that's the wrap up here, which is Mm -hmm. like, I've never met a better teacher Mm -hmm. or like known anyone. I feel like you like literally hold the keys to understanding the universe. Like it's no. I feel like I mean this and I'm feeling teary saying it like Mm -hmm. it's don't judge a book by its cover. There's like so much serious work. No, I mean, you're me.
0: Someone else might be totally thereby. Yeah. It's
1: like, this is like serious life-changing work by a teacher who is like, like one of the most skilled, like teaching is getting people to understand things, not just saying things, but getting people to understand them and to like implement them. And I feel like you're like literally a master, like a masterful instructor, like teacher, not just saying stuff.
0: I think it's like the best thing you could share because I do think that, that will hold people back like oh she's too much or whatever she's like extra <laughs> yeah she's extra. Oh, my <laughs> oh my god i'm like oh no thank you like my my i might have told this story in the podcast but my best friend was like yeah like so and so one of her peripheral friends was like yeah laura Laura's, like extra and and like, see
1: that yeah so and
0: i'm like oh thank I know. You. <laughs> they get me and i am extra but like i don't really i'm like not really available for like The opposite of extra, whatever that is. No, no, it's like, but we should all be a little extra. What you're describing is really the underlying goal of the Yummy Mummy experience, which is freedom, the freedom to be unapologetically yourself. And that doesn't mean that when you come out of the Yummy Mummy experience that you start wearing giant heart earrings (laughs) right (laughs) it just means that you're you whatever however and this is of course a lifelong practice but Mm -hmm. like that is my ultimate goal right and weight loss is just is part of it but that is my ultimate goal and always has been for as long as I've been a coach which is now over 10 years that has always been the goal is like how can I help people to be themselves like unapologetically themselves whatever that looks like if that's black and beige or if it's rainbow if it's like rainbow plaid like right right so i'm so grateful that you brought that up because that is i hate to say it like i don't want to call anyone out but i guess i do like it's just a silly barrier like that's just a stupid reason for you to not lose weight for the last time it's just not a good reason
1: no if that's like really holding people back like i I I think
0: for sure it is
1: Oh, you do? Okay.
0: Maybe. I mean, if you had pause, then that means someone else had pause too.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But the point is, and I guess you say this all the time, and no one
0: believes this at the beginning that it's going to be fun. No one believes that. Oh, that's so oh. true. No one believes it. Uh, I know. Well, it, it's, yeah. Kind no of, one it, believes it's going to be fun, but it like, it actually is. It doesn't mean
1: every moment is fun, but like, right. we have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I feel like we laugh a lot. And I feel like we also like do some really serious fucking work in there. That yeah. And so I guess what I was trying to say is that because seriousness and the import of what you have to offer doesn't match the bubbly, I don't know, but it's, yeah. it's not that it doesn't match. It's just that like, don't be fooled. Like this woman's fucking yes. genius and she holds the keys. Don't so not
0: fooled. That's the right sentence. Don't be fooled. Yes, and it is. It's kind of like for some people, it is a little bit of a trick. We're right. Like, yeah, it's right. going to be yeah, fun. And we're going to go
1: deep. Right. Like this isn't fluffy stuff. Like don't
0: be fooled. Don't be fooled. Okay. I love it. I could talk about this all day. I'm just so fucking grateful. Oh, Almost. I'm so fucking grateful for you. I love. I just love you. I love having you in the community. You really oh. just are the lifeblood. You're the best. Oh. Thank you so much, Allie. You guys, if you want a little bit of what Allie's got, go get on the wait list and get your ducks in a row so that you are ready to sign up on July 17th. Let's do this. Let's lose weight for the last time. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, Allie. I love you so freaking much. Thank you. Bye, y'all. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it. Love it. If you leave a rate, review, and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in, pretty, pretty pleased with a cherry on top. It would help me so much, and it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course head to laraconley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to laraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss hack. So cool. The last thing I want to tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called You guessed it, the Yummy Mummy. Lose weight for the last time, end body drama, and get food freedom. You can just search that in Facebook, or again, you can head to the show notes and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys, have the best day ever.